Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of season one of my podcast. Uh, with me, I have a very special guest, former international Sri Lankan opening batsman, Avishka Gunawardena. So, Uncle Avishka, thank you for your time. And uh, I'm going to start with the questions now. Yep. Um, question one is, what is your yep. uh, favorite individual innings and why? Um, I probably have a couple. Uh, that was uh, one that I got a hundred against West Indies in 2000. That is in Nairobi, during the Champions Trophy. But I think um, if I say the best innings that I like, uh, one of my best innings or the best, the best innings was uh, when I got uh, 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 70 something, 80 odd uh, against Australia in, in 99 in Melbourne. Uh, that was uh, when uh, myself and Kalu opened the innings and we got some 140 runs in 15 overs. So, yes, I think that's probably uh, is my best innings. Why um, Why do you like it so much? And why do you like well, it so uh, much? Well, it, it, it was just my uh, third game uh, for Sri Lanka. I think I was just, I was very young. I was very, like, I think about, I was about 22 years old. And then um, the Australian side in Melbourne, um, against McGrath, Kasperovich and uh, Shane Vaughan and that attack. I think that was one of the best attacks at, at the time in 99. Uh, that was when Australia won the World Cup also. That was one of the best attacks around at that time. So, I think that's one of the reasons I rate that innings as uh, one of my best. I, I have watched that um, the highlights of that match or that innings of your innings. Oh. Good, you probably would have been not even born. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 18 yeah. or so years before I was born. And yeah. okay. I, I I watched the highlights and I could just see Glenn McGrath's face. He was like so just fed up because you were yeah. working him so much. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was just after a uh, couple of games before that. Uh, Sanat broke his arm uh, while batting uh, in, you know, in the same tournament. Brendan Julian bowled one in Perth and uh, struck his elbow, struck his forearm rather, and the forearm broke. And then that's the reason I was brought in, in uh, brought into the side to open. And then uh, and the commentators are saying that after breaking Sanat's hand, I was batting without a chest pad or an arm guard. So yeah, so that is one of the things that I remember very well. Cool, cool. Uh, question number two is, um, this is like an opinion-wise question. What do you think yeah. about the 100 tournament in England this summer? Uh, to be very honest, I, I really don't know the, 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 uh, the rules and uh, how it goes. But it's certainly an uh, interesting one because to me, uh, 100 tournament might do actually good for cricket. I was, uh, I was one of those guys who... Uh, not very fond of 2020 cricket when it first came into the scene. A lot of cricketers' careers will cut down short because of the 2020 tournament, and 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 it did. So I think 100 overs is for me is is far a better tournament. But to be very honest, I still haven't had the chance to have a look at uh, the the rules and regulations. Okay, cool, cool. Um, question three: uh, What do you think of the new Sri Lanka ODI squad? Uh, well, uh, if I be brutally honest, I mean, if 
for the last five six years uh, we've been saying that we are rebuilding, and that's the that we've been using. And uh, you don't rebuild a team for five six years. And uh, the, the the decision to take most of the seniors out and uh, bring some youngsters in, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a good uh, it's a good move. But I don't know whether it's the right time because uh, number one, uh, we need to first make sure that we automatically qualify for the uh, next 50 or World Cup, which now is is in a bit of a doubt because uh, there are some tough tours coming up. So, I don't know whether it's the right time to do it and whether it's the right time to start rebuilding a team where we are just uh, just about a year and a half away from the World Cup. Uh, having said that, they keep on saying that selectors keep on saying that uh, they have a plan, they have a plan, but uh, it'll be interesting to know uh, what their plan is actually, rather than just saying they have a plan, it'll be It'll be good to know what the plan is. So that's my that's my personal view. Without knowing what uh, the selectors' plan is, actually, I cannot say whether I agree or not. But uh, the the question here is whether it's the right time to do uh, the experiments with the younger ones. That's a very good point. It's a very good point. I agree with that too. So, yeah. uh, question four is. What do you think of uh, Patum Nisanka versus the West Indies and Praveen Jayavikrama against Bangladesh's performance? Well, Patum Nisanka, when I was when I was the head coach of the A team, few couple of years ago, I I, I, uh, I basically uh, said that he should be our next Test opener, and uh, I'm glad that he finally got a chance to play. But I don't know whether batting down the line suits him because he's actually an opener and he's a very talented player. I mean, look here, when you look at his stats, uh, first class record, it, it, it says it all. It's not how a cricketer looks, it's not how talented uh, someone is, it's all about the stats and what you go out there and how you perform. So he has done it, he has proven himself and I think he deserves to be in the side. Praveen Javikrama, I think yes, he's a decent bowler. And in my personal opinion, I still rate Vlasit uh, Abuldenia over Praveen. And it's good to have Praveen uh, and Abuldenia, you know, at the same time. So there'll be competition. But I still think uh, Praveen has a long way to go. And uh, mm-hmm. Abuldenia would be number one for me still. Okay. And question five. This is a, like, prediction. Who do you think will win the World Test Championship uh, World Test Championship final? India or New Zealand? <laughs> That's a long shot, isn't it? <laughs> well, obviously there's going to be a result because I heard that uh, ICC is considering for the Test match to go on even for the sixth, sixth day. Yeah. Sixth day, so which is a good thing. Ultimately, you'll decide who the champion is. But then, then again, I mean, both teams have been playing really well. It all depends on since see. Playing in England, it's very difficult to predict uh, a result or who will come out as winners because the weather plays a big part in England. So, if if the weather does hold on, hold up, and if it's a pretty dry five days that you get in England, then I think India might have the edge. But if it's going to be a bit of overcast, kind of gloomy. English weather, then New Zealand might have the edge. So 
I mean, look here, both both teams are equally good. That's why they're at the finals, and uh, hope it'll be a good game. Yeah, it'll probably be a good game. Uh, seeing what normal finals have become these days. Yes. And the final question is the bonus question. Who was the best ever bowler you ever faced in your international career? If you ask the cricketers who played in my era and even slightly previous, most of the batsmen will say Wasim, and that's that's <laughs> he's the one that I uh, comes comes to my mind. He's he's one. I think he's the most difficult bowler that I have faced. But of course, having said that, um, I faced Shoaibs, Waka. Brentley, uh, these guys are pretty pretty quick. I mean, they were like the quickest ever uh, that's been around, and obviously quickest ever I have faced. Uh, but I think Wasim was the most difficult bowler. I mean, he's he was so unpredictable that uh, you actually don't don't know what's coming next. So yeah, I guess if you ask any cricketer who has played in my era. And even uh, uh, era before me, most of the batsmen will say Wasim who has faced him. Yeah, he especially his in swinging Yorker, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean he would he would he I mean he'll 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 move the ball with the new ball, and even after twenty even after twenty twenty two overs he can still come and bowl a reverse swing. So he was he was a master of that. That's why I said he was so unpredictable. Uh, that uh, he's probably the most difficult fast bowler that I've faced. Okay, just one tiny question, just to follow up with that question: Which bowler yeah. nowadays would you not like to face? Oh, uh, I mean, I I haven't seen bowlers who looks dangerous. The I mean, I mean, I don't want to compare eras. I mean, if you if you if you take. Uh, Couple of eras back, there were bowlers who were dangerous uh, to bat against, and uh, now I don't see too many bowlers who look dangerous. Of course, they are quick. There are bowlers who bowl at you know 145 plus, 150 plus, and uh, I mean 140 plus has become very common now in uh, in international cricket, isn't it? So I can't actually, on top of my mind, I can't just say which bowler would be difficult or which bowler would be dangerous but I think the last last bowler I saw who looked dangerous was Johnson uh, uh, in Australia Mitchell Johnson Mitchell Johnson I think I, th- I thought he was he was one of those uh, one of those dangerous bowlers I mean I was talking to Sangha the other day and I was just talking to him and he also agreed that he was he was quite dangerous um, to face, especially for a left hand. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's the only one in the recent past I can think of. Okay, um, uh, so that'll end our um, interview, Uncle Abishka. Thank you for thank you for your time. This has really been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you for my doing pleasure. This. Thank you and good luck for the rest of your interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. All right.